0: Uh, not too bad yeah um obviously yeah not much has changed uh since we last spoke um just getting stuff done really um uh, dan won't be joining us uh for this one uh, he's he's not well so uh he oh, no. he missed this morning's recording uh and he'll be missing tonight as well just uh, he's got a bit of a cough um thankfully not covid um so um he's testing but just in case but um yeah but yeah he'll be fine he'll be alright i'm sure <laughs>
1: That's what I, I thought. I had my video on. Hey, there he is. Um, yeah. um so in which case, I have a question. I mm. propose, um, <laughs> it sounds ominous, doesn't it? Uh, what are you doing fifth in the evening?
0: Ooh, uh, what time?
1: I <laughs> like doing so. What time? <laughs> you have to be a bit more specific than that. What, what
0: part of the evening <laughs> are we talking about? I mean, there's several.
1: Well, any time from uh, six to eight, I think, really. Okay. Um,
0: Anything specific the, in mind?
1: The the reason I ask mm. is that uh, my wife—that's my wife's
0: birthday—and
1: hmm. she and she's going down to watch the Harry Potter cursed child
0: thing, oh. which
1: I don't am not bothered with. But she's been trying to do this for two years; they keep getting cancelled due to COVID. So, it's <coughs> birthday present she's <coughs> this year. Oh wow. Um, so uh, she's coming down with one of her friends mm. who, who lives in Bedford. So what we're, we're planning on doing is driving down to uh, Bedford, mm-hmm. probably stay overnight, and then the next day get up, get a train into London. She'll pop off and do her cursed child bit. Mm. And I'm going to run around London doing a bit of sightseeing. And I thought that leaves me a little bit of time to possibly come over to you if you're available, if I could just pop in for a couple of hours and say hello. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah, that'd, that'd be grand.
1: That's okay, and you don't mind
0: it. A... That'd be great. I mean, do you want me to come up to London and we can meet you there and we can go for a pint? Uh, uh,
1: that that is a possibility. If that's um,
0: if that's easier for you, because obviously you've got you've got to come well, down to Kent. Whereas, you know.
1: Well, it would It's only it's, it's only forty minutes on the train.
0: Yeah, you say that same pancreas. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> yes. you say that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I could. I, I was half thinking of driving, but then of course you got the same problem trying to get through the Dartford Tunnel. So that's just not. Yeah, a, that, that is. That is not it's not the best. Long, it's a long drive. because no, I mean, because what I'm going to do is, is, I've got a, I've got a, an itinerary, you see. Oh. Which I thought I had. Uh, oh, there it is. Oh. There
0: <laughs> Tower is. London, Tower Bridge, and then see Dan. Move on
1: to. <laughs> Those are the following days. All right? Oh, right. Okay. We're doing. Um, we're possibly. Oh. Well, uh, oh what are we doing uh oh what do you call it well the uh the tower of london mm-hmm. um it's definitely one because we haven't been there so uh, i don't know my, my wife's been to the outside of it and i, I don't, I don't exactly been inside so we said oh we'll have to go there we'll have to do that hmm. so we're going to do that and then we're going to do other things as well maybe the natural history museum because we neither of us have been there um and then somewhere else we haven't really sort of thought but, that, but that'll be the sort of Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, sort of days. Hmm. So the so the Friday, we're, um, so the plan is to. Um, uh, get, uh, what's my bit. Uh, so I'll get into uh, St. Pancreas mm-hmm. at about sort of you know twelve o'clock-ish
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I'm going to go over to um, get on, the, hop on the underground, go to Old Street, yeah, uh, and, and then walk from there up to Hoxton Street. Mean anything to you at all, Hoxton
0: Street? That sounds familiar. Where 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 is that?
1: It's the uh, Bittersweet Symphony. Um, walk yes.
0: Bit. Doot, doot, doot. Yes. The... I thought I'd heard so, that name before. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, nice. So, I'm going to walk, so walk that bit. That'll only take a few minutes. Very nice. Uh, then, pop down to Spitalfields Market. have a mooch around there for a bit. Then, I'm going to go from there over to Florin Court, which is in somewhere I can't remember, uh, which is where Hercule Poirot. Uh, his mansion, thing yes, his uh, yeah. flat apartment yep. is. Uh, then I'm going to go over to Holland Park, which is a bit of a 45 minute journey across town. Mm, yeah, uh, into sort of uh, number four, uh, sort of number 21 Holland Park, which is um, as time goes by. Have you've ever seen that, yeah. Well? Oh, well? blimey! Judy yeah, Dench it's been
0: Judi Dench and uh, what's yeah. his name? Oh God, Jeffrey Palmer. Jeffrey Palmer, yes. Oh yeah. Oh, oh it's no, been a no, long time since I've seen that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got the box set, so I, 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 I absolutely nice. love it. Um, because uh, when we watched it originally, we said, oh, look, you know, they're going out for a, a coffee and having a drink and all. It's just like our parents. And <laughs> i look at it and go, that's just like us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, as time goes by. So there we go. As time goes by, yeah.
1: So I'm going to see her house. I'm going to see his house, which is about a half mile up the road. Um, and then from there, I can get to St. Pancreas, jump onto a train to, to uh, Chatham, get off at Chatham, walk up to you, see uh-huh. you. Uh-huh. walk up i down, get a train back into St Pancreas, gonna meet up with the wife in the evening because that'd be about quarter past ten. Yeah, yeah. And then we get the, get the train up to Bedford, and then we're done. Wow. Well, I, I mean, mean, if you if you wanted to come into London, that that would be an option. But I mean, yeah. I'll be there. I'll be there from like. Well, in fact, I make it a bit better actually because I could have I could have a meal with with my wife. Mm. Well, because see because it's a two part thing, so you see, like. One half in the morning, and what's that? One half, two o'clock. And then you see another half at seven o'clock. Oh, wow. Like an afternoon performance and a matinee performance. Um, So there's a little bit in between from about Mm.
0: about
1: half four to seven, Mm. where she's just there with her friends. So I said, well, okay, we could probably meet up and have a meal. And then, uh, what if you wanted to, to come over at that time and we could meet up and that would be
0: fantastic yeah Carry we could on. do yeah do a pint up in london it's been a long time since i've been up there so it'd be a nice little day trip for me and and yeah. come to see you so there we go fantastic oh, if
1: you want to do it that way that'd be even better
0: that'd so be great it'll right. save uh, that's save
1: a bit of money on my part but it'll also uh, um it save a bit of time so I wouldn't have exactly well and also you know
0: jumping across london sometimes there's always like one little delay here one little delay there it could cost you 15 minutes so and then and then getting from london to Kent sounds easy but Mm. even even on the uh, hs1 there's high speed one anything you know one leaf on the line and that's it you're screwed Mm -hmm. um so if i come into london that will give you more options and less pressure on you to sort of Come up. And yeah, like oh, I say, I, mean, to do that, yeah. I never get to go out. This would be nice. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I never yeah, leave the sure confines
0: to... of the office. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. You've seen that little square thing there. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. in the nutshell. It's just
0: in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah,
0: me in a nutshell.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean the Madonna video of Vogue just stuck oh, yes. there, <laughs> there either side. That's yeah, nothing to it.
1: Big fish, little fish cardboard box. Um but yeah. No, yeah coming up to london would oh, okay. be great yeah 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 um oh, okay well we'll do that we'll find we'll think of somewhere to meet and yeah do stuff
0: and... a couple of watering holes i used to remember so i wonder if they're still there um hmm. it'd be good, good to see if they're still going um
1: <laughs> walking around london going no
0: that's shut that's Hello. shut that's
1: shut <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's a, it's a new a uh, new uh, young person's bar <laughs> <that's> <laughs>
0: Yeah, all hipster, trendy people. Yeah, ugh, that's it. Ugh.
1: Excuse me, Sonny, where's the nag's head? Nag's head, granddad? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it was knocked down years ago, that.
0: <laughs> oh, it's the mayor's nose now. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. Different part of the horse, don't you know? Um, Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, a London trip. That'd be fantastic. And by... It should be at least a little bit warmer, so it yeah, would be of warm, all right. A bit
1: lighter. Yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, all right, and London, London, a go go. Let's do it. Yeah, Maybe. okay, that
1: sounds good. I like it.
0: Fantastic. Well, um, oh, that's gonna be good. That's be the first person I've met through all of this, so this will be good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've only I'm met two
1: myself, so yeah. There you and, go. And I had to fly to Florida for one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I had to drive all the way down to the West Country for the other. All the oh, way down course. here to flipping London for the. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, I'll take away that one hour off your journey time. So there, there you go. You don't have to come a bit of, a bit further south. Uh, You'd yeah. have to talk to the troll. You don't have to pay the
1: toll well, it's all at, at some point. Um... I, I will come down to Chatham when you're doing. Are you still doing your, um, your your dockyard stuff? Is
0: that? Yeah, uh, we've just got the email saying everything's back. Uh, they're going to send out the contracts, and we're we're back at the beginning of February.
1: I've, I've just had this thought because you know, I, I come down to see you on the Friday, get you absolutely plastered, and come <laughs> come down to the dockyard the next day to see you, and you go, me out. It's like,
0: dang, I you're not even blinder. the pirate today, yeah. But I'm still talking like it. too much rum. <laughs> Too much rum. Just they, they find me conked out inside the submarine, just sleeping. No. It's called the mayor's nose.
1: Yeah. Don't start podcasting, kids. This is what happens to you. And it's just the old
0: the old couple that I take around every single time. And it's like,
1: yeah, what is he
0: talking about? Podcast? And, and,
1: and, I, and I'd say, oh, look, it's that guy from the Epsilon 3. <laughs> <laughs> If you enter my mind for any reason, I will twist your head off and use it for a chamber pot. Are you gonna arrest me, Garibaldi? No way. I want to live to see the future. Mr. Bonova, trust
0: yourself. Anybody else? Shoot him.
1: We are star stuff. We are the universe. Made manifest, trying to figure itself out. All of this was for nothing, unless we go to the stars. Boom! Sooner or later. Boom! Hello, and welcome to the Epsilon 3, a Babylon 5 rewatch podcast. Each week, we review an episode of the 1990s sci-fi TV classic, Babylon 5. I'm Paul.
0: I'm Dan. I'm Sean. And And we... Oh the the Epsilon 3. Just every (laughs) single tour is like, Oh my God, it's the Cosmic Pizza Podcast. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh
1: man, yeah. Hello, Cosmic Pizza Podcast, the show of all sorts that sorts all by serving up a slice of life. What is your order, please? Uh Uh-huh. I see. The special it is be there to deliver asap Cosmic Pizza Podcast special delivery
0: oh god but that was that was fantastic that recording on saturday with the boys from uh, oh, uh, pl- was- play on nerds boys just
1: Good
0: Well, hi all there, this is
1: Grimit D. I'm Captain Kurt. Fascinating. <laughs> I'm a doctor, not a mechanic. Thank
0: you, thank you, love you, much.
1: Most illogical. I said.
0: Well, that was different. Yep, rousy, but different. Places, please. And here we go.
1: Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, bears, Melconians, and things to the Muppet Trek podcast. I'm Jarman. And I'm Steve. We're here to compare, contrast, and confer about our two favorite franchises. Jarman, what are those? Those are, of course, the Muppets and Star Trek, and we do one-to-one reviews of the Muppet Show and Star Trek, the original series. I haven't even gotten near it to edit it yet. I'll, I'll, um, I'll need a bit more time to do that one. <laughs>
0: oh. uh, genuinely, I went through the, the app, the Fitbit app. And that eight about eight minutes of the two hours we were recording um uh, the cardio spiked up from the amount of <laughs> laughing it just it's a full workout that's amazing yeah. Yeah. if we could do more of that that'd be great just just keep that every week oh. i don't have to do any workouts it'd be great no, that was
1: good that really was good but i uh, say it won't mean anything to anybody who listens to the podcast at
0: all <laughs> <laughs> it's fine we like had that. fun that's the main thing
1: Exactly, and I think that's the, going to be the best thing. I'm going to listen to it, but I don't see why should I should edit anything out because Jarman did all the talking, mm. and, and there was no ums and ers. Uh, well, if there was any ums and ers, that's just a natural thing. So, um, yeah, as, as they um, said, just leave it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's so that was his uh, professional opinion to leave in on the mm. ums and ahs and like the natural flow of conversation. Um, so when, so <laughs> yeah. sounds like this will be fine. <laughs> oh,
1: I I, um, I did cut it out, but I was recording um, when I was editing the other day. And I said, Oh, Dan, you, you just dipped out there for a minute. And then suddenly we got all of your speech all in one second. And <laughs> it was like a good like two seconds worth of, of speech in one second. So you sort <laughs> <said>, oh, <laughs> of really <laughs> quiet for a bit then. And that's what I me, <laughs> I couldn't even stretch it to make it sound as though it was what you said. It was really strange.
0: If you do stretch it out, you know, if you can try and make me a bit Barry
1: White, that'd be great.
0: Just not... yeah, my opinion is, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Man, that will say something like dolphins don't exist. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Where the hell? laughs> I mean, it's true, but where did it come from? <laughs> yeah. uh, oh dear um right uh where right. are we yeah we've got uh two episodes but obviously one is very short um so we record it as two separate episodes carbon creek is mm-hmm. just 2152 which is helpful considering you did all the other scenes back in the 1950s yes. so yes. we're all good uh and then we'll record uh minefield which i mean it's pretty short because it's uh, quite action-packed so there's not <laughs> a lot of scenes as such
1: you're um, right i mean yeah i've got like, notes going up to, um, oh, first meeting of the Romulans. Mm. And then it says, it was so gripping and enjoyable that I forgot to write stuff down. <laughs>
0: yeah, same. <laughs> it took at least three watches before I realised I had to write something down.
1: I yeah, I mean, I, I, I remembered it from previous. Sure. Um, it, because it's, I, and it, that's why I wanted to come on and do this one, because it, it, I thought it was quite enjoyable. And mm. then realised just how much, like, Shuttle Pod 1 it was. Mm, mm. But uh, anyway, we'll we'll get into that as well as we,
0: yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Yeah, with this one, Carbon Creek, Creek, yeah. So we're we're just doing the scenes where they're they're sat down in the mess deck and um, she's telling the story. Um, So we've been planning a little odyssey to uh, London and um, uh, she's going to be talking about going to Carbon Creek. So there's my transition. So that's what I'm going to do for the episode. Um, Right. uh, Let's uh, get it started. Space time. This is the Temporal Trek Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Temporal Trek Podcast. We are in Chrono Date Season 3, Episode 28 of the podcast and Season 2, Episode 2 of Enterprise. Carbon Creek 2152 yes it's another timey one one with some timestamps stamps where we're only looking at the scenes that take place in 2152 between the episodes shockwave and what will be coming up next time in minefield and uh, i'm not going to be alone but i'm not with my co-host as you heard last week with shockwave uh dan still has that virus he picked up from ricer i'm not saying anything it's fine uh, but he's still in the sick bay, so that's okay but i do have a guest so i'm just going to punch him up on the device paul are you there
1: yes i'm here i'm still here dan it's
0: in the waiting room that's all good
1: yes that's it it's <laughs> like being on jury duty you just wait until you're called up
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we send out the emails and it's fine it's all
1: right It's all. it's all good it, 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 yeah did i hear you just say that that dan has got an std uh, <laughs> a, a, a star trek disease <laughs> uh,
0: Yes, he has. Yeah. He's come down with a, a really hard case of Trekkie and uh, yeah, pointy ears, uh, green blood, you know, everything. Mm. It's it's terrible. Yeah.
1: Sounds like trachitis to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he, he goes around trying to get beamed up everywhere and that's it. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See what? Well, you got to be careful what you beam up. <laughs> you can up anything these days
0: he was saying the captain's logs he's doing in the toilet
1: afterwards are just oh. not nice so there we go <laughs> yeah. um oh, i hope he gets better soon
0: yes of course uh it's been a while since our, our listeners um have heard you on the podcast so uh just remind the listeners uh where they uh, could see you on uh podcasts
1: well we, along with yourself and sean vanderloo we do the cosmic pizza podcast which you can find on uh, any good uh podcast catcher um also on the eso network and we also do the um, Epsilon 3, which I had to look at my mug to remind me what it was called <laughs> for some reason. Um, yeah, the Epsilon 3, which is a Babylon 5 review podcast where we each week we review an episode of Babylon 5, uh, with again with Sean and yourself, um, which could be going on for quite a few years yet.
0: Yeah, exactly. We're, with the reboot coming up, you never know if we could just carry on once we've finished off the regular Babylon 5. But yeah, it's that's that's, that's Epsilon 3 about Babylon 5, so it's all the numbers. Uh, just because Epsilon could,
1: 3, Babylon 5, a good yeah, result it, there. It all Babylon goes 5. there. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, that confused the, uh, the uh, Play On Nerds uh, guys uh, who we've just interviewed for the Cosmic Pizza podcast. And uh, there's too many numbers involved, but I think we managed to get them straight in the end. Uh, how are you in general, though, uh, beyond podcasting?
1: Uh, Fine, fine. Um, I uh, sadly had the same uh, problem that you did a few um, uh, weeks ago or months ago as it was. Um, I came down with the dreaded COVID over Christmas, Uh, but um, no symptoms uh, and certainly nothing to worry about. And I'm perfectly healthy now. So I was one of the fortunate few that have been double jabbed and Mm. uh, boosted. Um, But 10 days after the booster, I came down with it. So I think we're all going to get it at some point. But fortunately, like I say, I was okay with it. I know there's a lot of people out there who are a lot worse off than me, so I'm quite thankful for, for that. Mm. It was a bit hard sitting in the bedroom for 10 days. I can see why people go a little bit, uh, you know, have a, you know, problems mentally trying to cope with that sort of thing. Mm. And It really does uh, get gets depressing quite quickly. You can, when you have so many box sets you can watch and TV shows before you realize you've run out, you've still got five days left. Mm. So, mm. Uh, yeah, it, uh, not good, but um, like I say, all fine, all good. I'm and glad to healthy. hear it yeah exactly i mean i
0: i need you i need you for these podcasts so that's what mm. it is so you can't go yeah. anywhere you know covid yeah, is no I excuse it's no good I excuse
1: i couldn't go anywhere
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you know injection of trichitis maybe that counteracts the covid maybe that'll work as mm. well yeah uh, yeah um uh, just before we start recording, we've been uh, planning a little trip to uh, to London, maybe actually to meet up in person. Uh, so yeah. this is quite exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Um, I, I don't get out much. So speaking of what uh, Paul was just saying, but that's nothing to do with COVID. I just don't get out much. Um, I'm not that popular a person.
1: Oh. <laughs> <No. laughs> you but... been banned from London. That's why. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But talking about visiting random places, uh, we're going into Carbon Creek, and to Paul is has gone on a little sojourn, a little trip of her own, uh, to a random place on the planet. And Trip and Archer kind of want to know what's going on. So in this episode, we are going to be just reviewing a set of timestamps that are all the scenes set in twenty one fifty two. Now, as I said on Shockwave, what I'm going to do is list the timestamps first then we'll do the episode. Uh, I'll still call out the timestamps, but just so if you want to watch the episode, then come back to this podcast and then you can kind of listen along as well. So the timestamps for this episode are starting at zero minutes, zero seconds. Nice and easy there. Finishes up at two minutes, 33 into the credits. Then at four minutes, 29, you then go up to four minutes, 39. So only 10 seconds there, not too bad. Six minutes, then six minutes, 54. 31 minutes 47 seconds to 31 minutes 54 seconds and then finally 39 minutes 40 seconds right up to the end of the episode or 41 minutes and 54 seconds if you want to be precise uh, but those are your timestamps i will call them out as we go through the notes as well but it's a pretty short one uh, to discuss um we covered this episode back in the 1950s back in season one of the podcast where we were looking through the 20th century um Obviously, we talked about all of those scenes, Paul, but these mess hall scenes, any general impression that you got from these scenes? Did you like it? Did you feel like we didn't really need it, but maybe we could have just had the Carbon Creek 1950s scenes and just left it as a random one-off episode where something just happened?
1: No, I preferred it this way. I preferred it with the, the three of them talking and they say, you know, do you, you want to hear a story? Yeah, okay, we'll tell you a story. Um, and it 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 is one of those nice little things that it could have happened it mm. might not have happened so therefore it could or could not or fit into you know track the track history um and wouldn't really matter either way because you know, but we'll come to that later um so yeah i did, i did like it i like the idea that the three of them sit down and you know Things seem to have progressed over the, uh, the, the the one year to the day that topol has been first officer uh, so uh, yeah I think I think and it's all you know, it says you know, trip seems a little bit happier about her and even though she's still sort of teasing him a little bit and he's biting every time you know about Vulcans and what have you so. Um, Yeah, I I think it's a good, nice little sort of. It it, it segues between the the scenes, you know, in the past, so that they can skip bits or they can go forward a few years or or whatever. It it, it doesn't mean you have to follow it sequentially. And halfway through, you'd be losing the reason why. Why has all this happened? And
0: uh, it's Mm.
1: nice to come back and.
0: Oh, we've frozen. Go we'll get some snacks, perhaps a carbonated soda.
1: Oh, huh,
0: interesting. That just kicked me out for there some reason. Yeah, uh, just going to start that. Make sure that's well, recording now. Yeah, that is. Recording. It is
1: recording. Yeah, it is recording. It, it just said recording mm. in progress. So yeah. recording stopped. Then recording in progress. So yeah, strange. A bit of editing to do.
0: Mm. Yeah, that'd be all right. That'd be fine. It's a nice short episode. so That's okay. Um. Uh, yes. Yeah. The, the starting scene is, is nice. So we open up at zero minutes, zero seconds. They are uh, in the captain's mess hall. They're drinking wine. Um, I thought it was interesting that Archer says, say when. And in, rather than saying like, oh, I've that's enough, thank you, or anything like that, she actually does say when. It's very yeah. s- strange. It almost seemed that was like a human reaction. Like that's something that we used to say in my house growing up. You know, oh, it, you know, pass the salt, pass the ketchup. You know, say when, and we just say when. But when, very strange. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I always when somebody says say when, I I always go out and say when. <laughs> <laughs> when when do you want me to say when? <laughs> it's like that really confuses people.
0: <laughs> I was half expecting her to say it like that, like you know. When? yes when when do i say that <laughs> um but as you said before it is uh, one year to the day that they are celebrating the first officer to paul uh being on the enterprise which means we are put into april 12th 2152 which also means that shockwave happened somewhere between february 18th and april 12th so where did march go March just disappeared. I want to see what happened to the missing March um, as far as time time UYMIS is going. I mean, if we accept that February was two days and two nights, they had hot, a holiday and shockwave maybe happened in March. What happened for the rest of the month?
1: Still, so, you know, just a boring day to day scanning of systems and, you know, traveling from one place to the other because it does take time. You know? Exactly. Which, yeah. Yeah, that's what sort of thing
0: picking up all the resources they're going to need for all of the battle mm. damage that they'll probably take this season instead of last yeah. season.
1: That's right. I mean, you can't have these these exciting uh, episodes every week. It, <laughs> I mean, otherwise, it, that becomes a the norm.
0: They'll yeah. look very tired by the end of it. Mm. Um, uh, like you said, Trip is also being nice. Um, there was no traitor in all of this. Like There there were moments where he was actually saying, you know, uh, to many, many more. I want to see more of Topol staying on the ship. Um, the workplace bullying wasn't there. There was a bit of nice, friendly teasing, but none of the workplace bullying that we've been seeing for season one. And I wondered if this is maybe a turning point on Trip.
1: Does that make him
0: trappy? Ooh. Yes. Oh, maybe that, Maybe that's the new segment, Trappy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Trappy to see him this this week yes. uh, because he does this and this and this. Um, I, I'm pretty sure Jen from SnapTrek will, will like that if we change it to Trappy.
1: Hello and welcome to SnapTrek, the podcast which compares two episodes of the galaxy's favourite science fiction franchise, Star Trek. I'm one of your hosts, Ross Webster, and I'm
0: joined as ever by Jen Tift. Hello, Jen.
1: Hi, Ross.
0: We find out the previous record for a Vulcan being on the ship was 10 days, which is funnily enough, uh, the isolation period for COVID. So <laughs> I don't know if there's a crossover between Vulcan opinion on humans
1: and COVID, but there we go. That's what they do. You see, when they get a, a, a nasty bug, they isolate them with humans to get them out of the way. And then, then you can come back after 10 days. I've got a nasty
0: case of Terran. It's awful. Ugh. Couldn't get the smell <laughs> out of my nose. Um, <laughs> Uh, they also then talk about um, she went on five days leave they've got these evaluations coming up and Archer found something in her record that was very confusing you went to Carbon Creek and then she says well I want to see the site of first contact and so she wants to talk about her second foremother uh, her mother's mother's mother um, and that uh, trip. then says wait a minute every school child knows that it was Bozeman, Montana why are you talking about Carbon Creek you're about 3000 miles in the wrong direction and uh, we find out that there were some plasma manifolds breaking down as we then stopped at 2 minutes and 33 seconds. So there was a uh, crashed Vulcan ship that we're kind of learning a bit about, but because of these scenes, we don't get the full picture to the story. Um, uh, we learned everything about a season or so ago, so if people want to go back, that is season one, Carbon Creek, uh, and we, uh, we went through those scenes, um, but uh, any thoughts so far on her sort of rewriting the history books?
1: Well, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's interesting because she says, uh, "You know, would you like me to tell you a story?" Mm. Your first thing is, first thing, your first thought is, hmm, "Story, a story," you say, <laughs> but then she backs it up with with facts. So, then is it a story? And then at the end, we see a little reveal, and we, you know, so. Um, I don't think it is a story. I think it it, it did take place. Mm.
0: It's a, It seems a little too precise. It could be a story, but it would be told in three seconds. It wouldn't have been much of an episode if it were just a Vulcan telling a story. Uh, but it's, it's a bit too detailed. There's a bit too much going on. And uh, there are elements of the story that make it more and more believable as time goes on, you know, they're observing certain things and uh, Sputnik being launched and as she's sort of describing this, we then go to those scenes back in the 1950s. Uh, We come back in at four minutes, 29 seconds. And Archer has a pretty standard question, like, why would the Vulcans keep it a secret? But she said, it's well documented. You just didn't bother to go and look for it. that sounds pretty plausible. The humans just can't be bothered to check the
1: real yeah. history books. Yeah, sounds a bit uh, Hitchhiker's Guide, doesn't it? He kept in a locked <laughs> filing cabinet and sort of in a dark room with a sign on it saying "Beware of the leopard." <laughs> but yeah, if it's well documented in Vulcan archives, then and they would keep they because they don't lie. Obviously Vulcans, we know they Very don't true. Really no. lie, except um, when they do. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so and uh, you know, why would they really want to sort of? lie about being trapped on earth when they could quite easily sort of just say um oh well you know we we passed it you know we we didn't really go down there it never happened um so yeah it's it's easy isn't it just go to the vulcan archives and you will find it there the the thing so i think it's that's another reason why i think it actually happened it wasn't just the story
0: they can check it out um trip Uh, doesn't seem to be learning very much about Vulcans. He's been with her an entire year and then he has to ask the question, aren't you a few generations out? But he was just talking to uh, um, oh god, what's her name? Valar in Fallen Hero, who admitted to being 160. So he already knows that they're long-lived. Archer backs that and says, remember, they're long-lived. But he still had to ask anyway, which was a, a bit of a dumb question.
1: Yeah I mean it's a bit annoying when they say oh you know women don't like to give away their age that's that's a human vanity thing not a Vulcan thing necessarily <clears throat> the thing I I have is I, my maths is not as good as trips and trips is pretty ropey at the best of time <laughs> so it, this happened in 1953 was it somewhere around there 50 54, yeah. 53. 54.
0: 53. yeah
1: um so and we and we are now in 2152 21- 50- too, so it's nearly two hundred years, mm. and the, and this was her great 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 grandmother. grandmother?
0: Yeah, so her mother's mother's mother, so three generations uh, back.
1: Three generations, mothers, mothers, mother, mothers, mother, would be her mother's mother would be her grandmother. So therefore, her great grandmother, yeah, great grandmother. Okay, that's, that makes it. So why? What? I don't understand why he couldn't believe that over two hundred years you'd have three generations. Yeah, they could all be they could all be eighty and still do that.
0: Mm-hmm. There are several so, several times where she's mentioned things that would make her at least sixty.
1: So yeah. to would with right. at least
0: fifty years old.
1: And I I've, and I think when we did this, uh, we've done this episode somewhere before, and I can't remember where. I've I've certainly been on a podcast and done this episode before. And I did the maths, and I think they could all be sixty three and still be okay. Mm. Um, but the the issue i have is he even says oh they can live till 100 or she says we can live to 160. Mm -hmm. well if that's the case then that's mother daughter it's not even you don't even need granddaughters for that it could have been her mother that was that had done that and still be old enough to to, so it's not i don't understand where the issue comes from that oh they live long so therefore it must have to span all of these years no one generation
0: I do wonder, is she perhaps exaggerating? That is the the story part of it, is that actually she tried to distance herself from it. But really, it could just be her mother. Like, mm. T'Pol could be in her hundreds, and then her mother could have been there, um, you know, 120-odd, uh, 160-odd, and she'd still look the same. Uh, you know, Vulcans age in a different way, even if they're older she could appear as she appears in the story as we found out in season one of the podcast um because there is the odd thing at the very end of these scenes where she has a memento on her um from that event which i don't know if it's three generations removed given the lifespan of a vulcan why would she have that on board with her and not in stores on say vulcan or you know the, the the embassy back on earth um why has she taken that with her if there wasn't a, something a little closer to home maybe only one generation removed it was her mother's uh, personal item her bag mm. yeah but there we go yeah. um uh, archer pours some more glasses says go on and that brings us to six minutes and 54 seconds um we then uh jump out into 31 minutes 47 seconds as she's halfway through the narration so this is the weird thing about uh, temporal trek is that because we have cut it out we've missed half the story apparently there were miners at peril what, what's going on uh, suddenly it was just some crashed vulcans and now suddenly people are mining and getting trapped and uh, something's gone wrong with their trans base uh, uh, transceivers and they saved a bunch of miners and archer wants to know didn't someone notice didn't someone ask how the hell did he do it we missed a big old chunk there. Uh, so, there's a big thing for Temporal Trek is that we kind of miss the story.
1: Hmm. It's a bit like future past type of thing. It's, it's very true. It's, it's the past, past, future, future past.
0: To T- T- is just the worst storyteller. I think that's just the only thing we can take from it. She likes to tell the, the very beginning, the very end, and yeah, forget the middle bit. It's fine. You don't need yeah. that.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah, there she is talking away over her own story. <laughs> How's that work? <laughs>
0: But this bit does say um how did no one ever discover the truth that there is um uh, something um has gone on in carbon creek there were at least three aliens down there at any one time and uh they went through this massive miners collapse and they saved a bunch of people it's the first instance and in the next scene we'll be talking as well about how did anyone notice you know why did they not sort of mention that there was something going on um it sounds like a big deal that takes us up to 31 minutes and 54 seconds and then we go on to 39 minutes and 40 seconds um trip is flabbergasted. you've just rewritten our history books Uh, again uh, she said that it's no more than a footnote you know an interesting article is it really? That that's pretty big. Like that's an a confirmed alien landing, not the first, as the temple trekkers found on that that a alien was on Earth, um, but it's still pretty good as far as recorded history that Topol knows about. Um, this is like not knowing that Armstrong was the first man on the moon. And <laughs> I did like Topol's little tease that uh, maybe he wasn't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hadn't seen this for a while, and I was waiting for her to, for her to say oh no, we were there first as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a little base or, just on the back.
1: Yeah. Oh no, that was the Andorians. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but then she kind of plays with them and says, well, Mistral was on there for hundreds of years. He may well have died there. No one seems to have noticed. It wasn't reported anywhere in some medical journal that someone had their spleen where their heart was or they had green blood or pointy ears. Um, but she said that maybe it's just a story and I'm a scientist and, That includes geology. I also uh, visited uh, Yosemite Park and and all these other places that would be feasible Why she went to Carbon Creek. Um, uh, That brings us right up to 41 minutes, 54 seconds as we end the episode with her going to her quarters and finding the bag, the handbag. Um, That's it for all of our scenes. Anything else to discuss on this?
1: Like I say, it. I. I think she was pretty much telling the truth, and I think it, it. It is pretty much a footnote because, like you say, oh, it's a big thing. They were down there, yeah, but there was no. There was no contact. There was no first contact type of thing. It's all done behind the scenes. And, you know, it's quietly done. Mm. Uh, I did like the way that there was a nice little call forward um, for when trips has. Uh, oh, I've been to Carbon. Uh, I've been to. Oh, where's the first contact?
0: Oh, Bozeman, Bozeman, Montana. Bozeman most
1: mm. Montana, i've been there there's a statue <laughs> <laughs> yes we've seen the statue yep we've heard about the statue
0: um we uh we might not need the statue and we might want to go and take a pee and run away but there we go um yeah it's it's a nice little episode in that it gives you um uh, the story it gives you a nice little uh breakaway to Paul's character, we've seen her crack a few jokes already in season one. You know, is she messing with them? It's quite believable in that sense where the character's going. Um, but yeah, just these scenes alone, if they had just been this. But let's say, for instance, that they didn't have the budget to go on location and build all these 50s sets. And it was her talking or maybe messing with all the crew. Maybe it wasn't just in the captain's cabin or so, uh, such. And it was... Uh, T'Pol's just messing with them as we're on their way to the next mission. You know, this is the missing march where it's they've been at uh, at this for ages. Nothing's really happening. So she's messing with them and she's telling them this full story. Um, could it have lasted an entire episode of T'Pol's story? Uh, and they're just sort of talking about things, you know, something light, something a bit, maybe turn it into a comedy episode where everyone's sort of like a bit bored on the Enterprise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thought. Yeah
0: um so that is it locating the episode uh consequences uh, there's no continuity even though it is timey-wimey and we go back to the 50s it's a story there's no time travel involved uh consequences for this uh, does it change history is it just a footnote it, it is a footnote
1: it does not change history
0: Yep. Uh, there's there's nothing that they do that will um, alter the way that anything changes and as we say that Vulcan's still on the earth
1: yeah that's true apart from maybe uh, the invention of velcro very true very true suddenly suddenly becoming an American discovery and not uh what it right? where, where it was from now Europe somewhere
0: yeah somewhere about there alterations any expansions to this episode are there any more scenes you would have liked to have seen back on the enterprise in 2152 uh to help maybe explain anything from that we saw back in the 50s
1: no i think it all made sense i don't think there's much you could add it was a nice little narration to the to the main story
0: yeah it it was nice it set up um, a believable sort of back and forth between archer trip and then to pole and that was it um and that's it recommendations is the last one uh, do we recommend these scenes alone 2152 uh, to star trek fans
1: they're not important they're, it's a nice little backstory if you like a, bit, a nice little progression to see trips being nice to Vulcans all of a sudden but it's not it doesn't really add anything it doesn't really mean anything in the grand scheme of things
0: yeah i mean other than scenes to set up what has already happened in the podcast there's nothing here really. It's it's just a nice little scene. It sort of plays into the vignettes we've been seeing throughout season one, that the characters are believably spending time together uh, and that Paul maybe has a deeper sense of humour that we're not aware of or the, the rest of the characters aren't aware of. Um, but yeah, there's not really anything that's juicy and that, that Star Trek fans would have to come back and see in these scenes. Um, to non-Star Trek fans, do you think it sets up sort of that interplay between the three characters well, or it kind of needs a bit more background?
1: Yeah, I don't think this is one for, for people who haven't seen Star Trek. It would be a little bit confusing. <laughs> um, you don't know who the characters are. You don't know why they're having this meal together. Um, you then see something that's happened previously, but not with the main characters. Although there's one of the main characters seems to be there, but it's a grandmother, so so one way of getting a main character into the plot um yeah no i I think this would be a little bit confusing to to non-star trek fans
0: and that right there is a new tagline for the podcast it's just a little bit confusing um uh, (laughs) that's it yeah i can't think of anything that in these scenes that sort of cements it i was trying to think you know if you could take these scenes out play them to someone who had never seen any star trek enterprise would it explain anything new or be you know oh because she said this this and this it would explain something she does in season three but it doesn't really do anything it's just a nice little scene between three characters and one of them is telling a story or alternate history Um, and that's it uh so uh thank you very much paul um i'm gonna be seeing you next week so do you mind staying in the uh in the waiting room just for a week
1: yeah, go on. Yeah, okay. The, the sandwich is nice. So. Ah, that's fine. Okay, I'll send up some peanuts or something. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah, that'll, that'll keep me uh, keep the salt levels high with all this beer I'm drinking. Oh, I
0: uh, might need to call security. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> Or, or MedLab. Um, right. Uh, well, all that remains is for me to set up the next episode. Join us next time as we go to season three, 29 on the podcast, season two, episode three of Enterprise. And that is Minefield at zero minutes, zero seconds. There's no temporal shenanigans. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening, and we'll see you in the next time stream. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Please remember to like, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to it. If you would like to be a guest in the future or give feedback, you can contact me by either searching for the Temporal Trek podcast Facebook page or find me on Twitter at rider underscore coattail. Also search the Temporal Trek podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at Daniel underscore hitch underscore writer. Scripted elements of the show are a work of pure fan fiction and any views and opinions expressed in the episode discussions are my own or that of the guest. They do not reflect the rights holders of Star Trek. Any Star Trek sound effects or music are used under the terms of fair use and are not my own work. The intro music, Birthright by Audio Binger, is royalty-free from the Free Music Archive. Check out their work and others at freemusicarchive.com. The Temple Trek is a free podcast, with no Patreon or sponsorship. However, if you would like to support the show, you can find my books by searching Daniel Peter Hitch on Amazon. Thank you very
1: much for listening, and we'll see you in the next time stream.